Welcome to McCann Dogs Live. Today's, uh, we're going to feature Deegan. Now, we don't often talk about Deegan. We have, uh, you know, seven dogs. A lot of our dogs are currently, you know, active in sports. So we often find ourselves highlighting a lot of those things. But uh, Deegan, and if you don't know, Deegan plays a significant role in my life. And, you know, she is actually probably the reason that I'm sitting in front of you here today talking with you guys. And I've actually set up a Deegan cam. I've given her a little treat. She's got a Kong. Um, it's the, the, I think it's a, a, either an XL or a double XL, um, uh, you know, tough tour Kong. I put some peanut butter in it uh, as a little bit of a treat for her, uh, with her, uh, special appearance on today's live stream. Uh, she's a, a bit of a wiggle bum. Now, Deegan is actually 13 years old. And you wouldn't know it other than the little bit of gray on her muzzle. She, uh, you know, <laughs> excuse me, she's a pretty remarkable, active, and happy lab. But today I want to talk to you guys about Deegan, my Labrador retriever, and the impact that she's had on my life. I'm Ken Steep, and welcome back to McCann Dogs. I want to welcome you guys back. Now, uh, if you're unaware, if this is your first time on the channel, we do try to do live streams every Friday. We usually get three or four uh, Fridays of the month we do live streams. But if this is your first time here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We publish new videos every single week to help you spend some quality time with your four-legged family member. And as I mentioned, we uh, have had a great opportunity to do um, you know more and more live streams. Now, normally, my um, beautiful co-host is sitting next to me. And today, she's actually on the other side of the country, and uh, she's uh, teaching an agility seminar with, if you guys know um, our dogs at all, uh, you'll know that Beeline, our um, Border Collie puppy, uh, her brother is actually in the seminar. So Kale's traveled uh, across the country to visit with them, and uh, she is actually going to uh, visit her sister while she's out there. So um, I'm going to have to give you twice the Ken uh, to try to equal the normal energy that you guys see in these live streams, and I'm actually recording our podcast here today as well. So um, I wanted to uh, thank you guys for joining me. This is a Labrador live stream, and actually while, while I was getting ready for the stream today, I, I was just doing some research about the Labradors because, you know, I've had two Labradors. Deegan is my second. And actually, I'm going to put, might as well feature the, uh, feature the superstar of the show here. We'll put Deegan on camera. Now, it, she's got a, a Kong that I've given her. That's, that's your Deegan cam. That's the official name for it. Um, but I did a little bit of research about Labradors and I thought uh, it was pretty interesting. Some of the things that I found out because, you know, I didn't know these things. So, and this is right from like a wiki source or something like that. But I'm going to read this to you so that I don't miss any any of the important points. But it says that uh, Labrador retrievers hail from the uh, island of Newfoundland off the northeastern Atlantic coast of Canada. Originally called St. John's Dogs, after the capital city of Newfoundland, labs served as companions and helpers to the local fishermen beginning in the 1700s. The dogs spent their days working alongside their owners, retrieving fish who had escaped hooks and towing in lines, and then returned home to spend the evening with the fisherman's family. Totally makes sense that, uh, you know, over the course of time, they become such um, happy-go-lucky, amazing family pets. Um, although the, his heritage is unknown, when they say his, they're referring to the breed, his heritage is unknown. Many believe that Saint, the St. John's dog was interbred with the Newfoundland dog and other small local water dogs. Outsiders noticed the dog's usefulness and good disposition, and the English sportsmen imported a few labs to England to serve as retrievers for hunting, which completely makes sense. In, even in today's Labrador, you, you're certainly seeing that those traits uh, handed down from generation to generation. Um, 
uh, outsiders know the dog's usefulness, new sportsman. Uh, the second Earl of Malmesbury, and I, uh, it, it, to do that any justice, I believe it's Earl of Malmesbury, uh, was one of the first and had St. John's dogs shipped to England sometime around 1830. And then the third Earl of Malmesbury was the first person to refer to the dogs as Labradors. So I imagine, you know, they were uh, also named for being dogs that would uh, work in the, uh, the, I believe it's the Labrador Sea um, that's out there, uh, you know, off the, off the Atlantic. But um, uh, an amazing breed. And I wanted to talk about Deegan specifically today. Now, a big question I have for you guys that I wanted to mention in this is um, how has your dog influenced your life? Because... This, the story I'm about to talk about and why this dog is so important to me is she has changed the direction of my life. If it weren't for her, specifically her, you know, I could have gotten any dog and my life would have taken an entirely, um, you know, different path, different course. But Deegan, uh, you know, very specifically had this incredible impact on my life. And, uh, it, it was, it, you know, it was amazing. It, it, I, you know, I'm going to tell you, you're going to, you're going to find out in just a few moments, um, you know, the incredible things that, uh, that Deegan has uh, introduced me to, uh, indirectly. Um, but so I, I'm going to, let's get back to the shot of her because I think it's really important that way that if I'm talking about her, we're featuring her. But let me know, you know, how has your dog influenced your life? And maybe it's something like people uh, your dog has introduced you to or sports that you, you know, uh, have started doing. You know, have you, are you doing dog-specific activities? Uh, you know, uh, has your dog made you more active? Whatever it is, let me know in the chat. How has your dog influenced your life? So I wanted to, to, to start off by talking about when I first got Deegan, uh, I was um, – I'd been on the fire department, uh, like the full time, working full time as a firefighter for probably a few years. And, uh, I got Deegan. I, uh, uh, um, a friend of mine had a litter of puppies. And actually, uh, recently I noticed, um, on Facebook that her, her sister unfortunately passed away, which, you know, really made it clear to me that I needed to capitalize on these moments, you know, each moment, uh, that we have with her and, and certainly with all of our dogs working in the emergency services for so long. I've, uh, you know, I, I really understand that uh, we have a finite amount of time. So make sure that you make the most, especially, you know, uh, with your family, whether they're two-legged or four-legged family members, make the most of that time with them. It's really that important. But so I got Deegan when she was, uh, you know, eight weeks old. She came home. Uh, at that time, I'd had uh, another lab in the house who was a, a, a completely just an amazing family pet. You know, she was uh, super laid back, really relaxed. And I bring this wild and crazy puppy home. Now, uh, I, I, I didn't think too much of it then. Um, in hindsight, and this was long before I was a dog trainer, uh, the, in hindsight, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. And I see, and it, which is why I find it so important when I'm talking to you uh, at home and you guys are checking out our videos and, you know, we have very specific rules, uh, you know, in, in important information to give our dogs. Uh, I made a lot of these mistakes that I often tell people now, listen, don't, uh, you know, don't let your puppy uh, run free in the living room with uh, moderate supervision or, you know, don't let your puppy interact with your other dogs, uh, you know, un until they have some sort of a recall or you can, uh, you know, call them back to you because I've learned this lesson the hard way. So I bring Deegan home. She's a, you know, whatever, two-year-old two uh, dog at, at the time when she eats a sock. She ate a sock and she got sick, so I decided, uh, you know, something's clearly wrong with her. 
I took her over to the veterinarian. They said, uh, yeah, we've, uh, you know, they've done the radiopaque dyes. Uh, we can see that she, there's an occlusion in there. There's, we get this, need to figure out this obstruction. So I need to send Deegan off to surgery and seeing her, uh, you know, leaving her that day, uh, for surgery was, uh, you know, heartbreaking, uh, knowing that it was my inattention that, you know, may have put her in this position. Now, Deegan, uh, certainly was a, um, you know, she explored the world with her, with her mouth as a lot of dogs do, but she was very quick to like destroy things or uh, eat things, swallow things. So I should have known a little bit better. I should have paid more attention to this, but regardless, I, um, I leave her for her, uh, you know, for her, uh, to get her operation done. And I'm just going to turn the audio down just a little bit. I'm peeking you guys. Um, and I find out that, uh, Deegan's made it, sailed through the surgery. No problem. Her, you know, I can come pick her up and I, I go and I get her. And I said to my vet, um, I said, you know, I need, I think I need to do some dog training with her. I, I need her to listen a little bit better. You know, see, seeing this scary turn of events i need her to you know uh come when i call her i need i need some control and uh he suggested that i go to mccann's um and to be completely honest with you guys i wasn't that excited about going to train my dog i was busy i was working as a firefighter full-time a paramedic part-time i was uh you know had all sorts of other things going on and i thought oh no you know now i've got to spend time to go and train my dog so uh, fast forward a, a few weeks to I got into the grade one program and I put Deegan in the class and I'll never forget walking her up to the front door and she is literally like hitting the end of the leash and spinning in a circle and then running back to me and then hitting the end of the leash, etc. So we walk in on uh, lesson two um, and, and uh, you know, she's a handful. She can't wait to go visit all of the other dogs and she's just, you know, really being challenging. And, um, you know, I worked through it. I, I, I very clearly remember who my instructors were. And I remember uh, one of our instructors coming over to me and she mentioned that she also had a lab and she said, you know, just you're, it, things are going okay. You know, you're doing, you're making some uh, good choices and you're doing some, uh, the right things just continue with it. So, uh, sage advice uh, for me at that point, uh, fast forward a couple weeks, I'm in like lesson four or five or something like that of a grade one. And, um, I started to see like I, she was listening. She was paying attention to me. You know, she was starting to come when I'd call her name. She was sitting, uh, you know, first time every time. Things were just ha- clicking, like things were working. And she was, she was just such a pleasure to have around at that point in the house. You know, I could tell her off, her off and she would get off with the couch or whatever the thing was. You know, it, it really, it was, it was a life changing moment because I'm, I don't know about you guys. I'm the kind of person who, um, every single day I want to get better at something, you know, get, you know, learn more about something or, or, um, you know, uh, get faster, you know, have uh, better skills or something. Um, you know, I, I, there's a saying and I'm probably going to misquote it, but it's something like, uh, um, uh, live like you're going to die tomorrow, but learn like you're going to live forever. And I really, truly, you know, take that to heart. I think that's really important, whether it comes to dog training or whatever your passion is. Um, I think it is important. So uh, I would I would be training at home, and you know, the the more I'd see these great results, the more I'd be training at home, and the more um, it, it, it became fun. You know, I really loved seeing uh, her response. I loved seeing that I could leave her in a stay and go, you know, uh, whatever, uh, um, to six feet out, and, and and so on. And she would remain there, and and like I I could hardly remember weeks before when she would hardly listen. You know, she'd just to be doing puppy burns all around the room. So, uh, 
I really fell in love with dog training at that point. Now, I'd grown up in a household with working dogs, and uh, you know, my dad would uh, raise and train dogs for tracking, scent discrimination, stuff like that. And uh, so I understood, you know, that a dog could would listen, could could be given a task, and they would, you know, focus on that task. But uh, I'd never had a house dog like her. I'd never had a super high drive motivated house dog, and uh, it was it was it was so remarkable to me to see us build that relationship uh, to, for, to, for me to connect with her, you know, b- just by asking her to do something, asking her to sit or lie down and stay. It was so amazing to me. So, uh, I loved the process of dog training. I, um, you know, I, I was there all the time. I, I, I started doing, you know, I would go there on my, uh, time off in between classes. I would show up and, you know, I'd be doing training. I took grades two, three, and four, like the advanced, uh, dog training, uh, because I, I loved it. You know, we'd go into, uh, grade two or three, we'd do, be doing retriever training or sending her on off angle jumps. I just loved it. So Deegan and I built this incredible relationship. You know, we really, um, you know, I really understood her. I knew what those thresholds were that, that we needed to work toward or those challenges were that I needed to support her a little bit more, um, as we worked together. But, um, so I, I'm, I'm the moral of this part of the story is that, you know, I'm there all the time. And at some point someone um, said to me, uh, you know, you're here a lot. Um, we we're actually starting an apprenticeship program. Why don't you um, put your name in, you know, apply for our apprenticeship program? And uh, hearing that, being asked that was, um, you know, I was so excited. I was so excited about the fact that I could, you know, train her. Uh, I, I could learn more about training. I could be a better trainer for her. Um, but then sort of reflectively, uh, I could provide for somebody else what McCann's provided for me. You know, they, you know, they could, those people could have that same understanding of their dog. They could build that same relationship. And, um, that was such an exciting, uh, moment is when I found out that, uh, I was going to be doing their apprenticeship program because I was really excited. So, um, I go into the, um, uh, interviews and, uh, we chat about it. And, uh, sh- shortly thereafter, I find out that I'm going to be doing, uh, going to the, like, there's this, we do some sit down training, uh, f- to start our apprenticeship. And Kale McCann, who, uh, so- often time, oh, I got the split screen. Oftentimes she's sitting right beside me, right over here. Not where Deegan is, but anyway. Um, and, uh, I, I meet Kale at that point and she was, uh, in charge of training all the new instructors. And, uh, you know, so we hit it off. We were great friends. Um, and, uh, you know, Kale appreciated my, uh, desire to learn, I think. Uh, and, uh, um, Shandlin Blake, I, I'm glad someone, I'm glad you commented Shandlin. I was, I wasn't sure whether I'd set that up. Thanks Shandlin. Yeah. I love the Deegan cam too. It's pretty cute, isn't it? And I actually, and I'm not sure if you heard the beginning of the stream, but I gave her a special treat. Uh, it's her favorite thing is a, is a little bit of a peanut butter and some of our, um, homemade Kong stuffing. It's actually in the Kong. But um, anyway, so uh, I meet Kale. Uh, I start my apprenticeship program. And the more I learned about dog training, the more I learned about dog sports. So Deegan and I started uh, to um, train in dog agility, which was a lot of fun. And, you know, I have, I have a soft spot in my heart for anybody, anyone in class who has a lab. And if it's a black lab, I mean my heart melts right away. I can't help it in our, and that's in our obedience classes, but in, 
in the uh, agility ring, I am so impressed by uh, you know a lot of the people that go out there and they're competing uh, with these uh, arguably faster dogs, and they get out there and they lay down a smoking time with their lab, and it's like top of the field. I think that's so impressive, and, and you know these these dogs are capable of so much. You know, when we talked just briefly earlier about what a, what the Labrador Retriever was born and bred for, and they truly are athletes. Whether it's um, Jumping out to retrieve a uh, fisherman's uh, ropes or line or even if maybe a fish that's, uh, you know, come off the hook or, uh, you know, retriever uh, retrieving like um, fowl or, you know, retriever trials where they use the dummies. Um, they are truly their athletes. So, um, I mean, it's so much fun to see the uh, the labs out there on, in the agility uh, um, course. So I started doing agility with Deegan and I, I was just, you know, beside myself. I was so excited as she was able to, you know, do weaves at a distance and she had um, decent contacts and it was just so much fun for me. So shortly following the uh, starting her in agility, I also started competing with her in fly ball and she was a pretty good fly ball dog. She was pretty fast, had a decent turn, like, you know, she was pretty snappy uh, off the box, but she loved tennis balls, loved them. It, I mean, she was just crazy about them. So I had to go to a friend and we needed to do some, who's a, an incredible fly ball trainer. We needed to do some very specific training for Deegan um, to make, you know, to force her to think about holding one ball at a time, not worrying about if there were any errand balls lying around and coming back to me and releasing for the tug. So it was a bit of a challenge, you know, it was a bit of a challenge working through fly ball, but I truly loved it. It was uh, working with her, doing sports with her. And all the while, you know, I'm still working in uh, my personal life. You know, I, I was working as an emergency services professional who, uh, uh, you know, may or may not have been working too much. And, um, you know, I would, I would look forward. I'd be, you know, finish the end of my uh, ambulance shift, we'll say. And, uh, you know, I just couldn't wait to get home and hang out with Deegan. I couldn't wait to get home and, uh, and just to pet my dog. And, you know, the labs and this Deegan and your dog at home, whether it's a lab or not, you know, I'm sure we've all felt that at some point in time. And, you know, they really are uh, incredible family members that can provide that support without doing anything. They just need to be there. So, uh, you know, I mean, keep that in mind. But I just wanted to mention really quickly uh, for anybody who's just joining the stream, I'm just going to pop off this thing. I'd like to know how has your dog influenced your life? I've sort of, I've, I've gone through, uh, the start of, um, the story when I'm talking, uh, talking about Deegan, my black lab and how she's sort of changed the direction of my life. And I'd like to know in the chat, um, you know, how has your dog influenced your life? Maybe you've met some new people. Maybe, you know, maybe you're doing dog sports now. Maybe you are more active than you were before. Maybe they provide that calming energy in your household, you know, after a busy day at work that, you know, you find relaxing. So let me know. Now let's get back to the, uh, the star here who's very content just hanging out eating her uh her uh kong stuffing but um so uh you know i'd come home from uh working either of my emergency services shifts and i would be able to unwind a little bit just because deegan was there and then you know as a uh, at this point i'm in my training as, as an apprentice instructor at mccann's you know i'd go out and we'd work on our uh you know around finish for example i mean it's a very straightforward simple little thing but i was uh, very um, precise about what I expected from her. And the great thing about the Labradors, or at least in my experience, ha is that, 
they're a little forgiving when you're doing training. You know, if you make a couple mistakes, it's not solidified. You know, training some of the border collies, um, uh, Rad and, uh, you know, any of, pardon me, our dogs. You know, I had to be very careful that I I wasn't giving any mixed information or, you know, um, I had to be, you know, I had to be very aware of what I was doing. Where with Deegan, I could, she was forgiving enough to let me make those mistakes and and not really make me pay for them, fortunately. Um, So Shandalyn Blake, when I asked, uh, you know, how has your dog influenced your life? Uh, Shandlin mentions, my dog's also got me super interested in training and, and now we're in agility and tricks and herding and uh, mostly broke. Uh, yes, it, it can get, uh, it can get expensive. It can get costly. Um, but, uh, you know, it's funny because when we look back on these things, because I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, you know, I, I head out, uh, a few times a month to go herding with Mac and, you know, it's, you know, almost an hour's drive to get out to the, um, herding fields and, you know, working with a trainer and all these things as well as, uh, you know, some of the opportunities that we have. We're really lucky at McCann's where we have the indoor training. And if we were in there all the time, I can understand how it would get expensive, uh, entirely. But it's worth it, isn't it, Shandlin? Like the, you know, it's it's hard to uh, it's it's hard it's easy to put you know quantify a price on how much you're spending, but it's it's hard to uh, you know you know really appreciate the value that you're getting from your dog. I think it's really you know if you look at it that way, it's it, it makes so much sense. But um, I forget what I was talking about now. Um, so anyway, I, oh, Deegan could be so, you know, forgiving when we were working through training. And, you know, I really uh, had a great opportunity to work through some little challenges with her. Now, over the course of uh, our apprenticeship, uh, when when you become a trainer at McCann's, you know, it's like a, it's about a year long and you see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dogs and you get to work with all these different kinds of and breeds and temperaments and all the, it, you know, it's really a, quite a wide array of dogs that you work with. And I would occasionally see similar, um, you know, traits in people or I'd see my mistakes. You know, I would think, you know, I see someone do something, maybe it's reward in, uh, you know, a not a very specific position or, or you know, a reward with the dog towing in if they're asking for a dog, uh, sit at your side or a get in. We teach in our uh, programs. Um, and I would immediately recognize, you know what, I've done that too. And that's probably what led to Deegan's, uh, you know, the, the, the challenge I had bringing her straight again. It was really an incredible experience. Um, and I just see yeah, and Shandlin Blake says, I love it. Wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, I, I completely understand, and I totally agree with you. Um, Rebecca Parker says, uh, I think Hap is maybe my Deegan, even though she's my he's my fifth dog, just in a different time in my life where I want to learn all I can and explore dog sports. Absolutely. So, you know, it doesn't need to be your first dog. Maybe that most influential dog. We often talk about uh, people's heart dog. And that doesn't mean specifically that you just love that one dog because we love all of our dogs. You know, any dog that comes into our lives, we love them. But sometimes you have an extra special connection with a dog. You know, you have an extra special um, experience with a dog. And that's kind of, you know, what I talk about when I say, you know, I come home from these long shifts at work and, you know, in a funny headspace and I'd hang out with Deegan and she just, her being there was, uh, you know, soothing to me. And, you know, I could, we could do, I could go out and do play fetch or do whatever with her. And, um, you you know, she, she is my heart dog. So, uh, I'm going to fast forward just a little bit. So, you know, I've, I've spent all this time 
training Deegan and you know I'm I'm uh, you know on my uh, on my own as a as an instructor at McCann Professional Dog Trainers I've I've completed my apprenticeship and uh you know uh, Kale and I had always been really good friends um and uh you know we were at, both at a point in, in our lives where uh, we were super super close and we we're at a point in our lives where you know we we weren't dating uh, anybody either of us so we uh started dating and uh that and I often mention this to Kale um uh, just you know in in conversation uh, that Deegan back here where is she right there this Deegan is the reason that Kale and I are going to get married. We're going to be married uh, next May, which I, I've actually posted a card in this video. <clears throat> if you, if this is your first time here, we, Kale and I also have a vlog where we talk about, you know, some of our dog activities and dog sports and things we do. But I've posted a card to our, and it's just up there somewhere, maybe here or on the other side, um, for our engagement when, uh, I asked Kale to marry me and it was a really, really great event, but a really, really great day and super exciting for sure. And I was really happy that I captured it and was able to share it with you guys on the vlog. But Deegan is literally responsible for that. She, she introduced me to McCann dogs. She, uh, you know, her, the challenges that she presented forced me to, um, you know, want to work harder, want to spend more time training her. And, you know, in a roundabout way, uh, is ultimately how I fell in, well, certainly not a roundabout way, in a very specific way is why I felt she is the reason I fell in love with dog training and, uh, how I became an instructor there. So, not only you know has she um, introduced me to dog training, but all of the people surrounding it. You know, we have uh, I, I think there's maybe forty, there's sixteen full time staff and like thirty associate instructors at McCann Dogs, I, and they're all amazing people, like just incredible people, each and every one of them. And Deegan introduced me to all of those people, like in it all of it, like an entirely different friend set. You know, a different group of of friends and, and people. You know. Some that I'm really, really close with, uh, because of this black lab and her eating a sock. This one right here. So I can't for a moment, you know, some days, um, you know, when we're uh, doing stuff outside and, uh, you know, the border collies are super snappy about, uh, they're charging all the way back in when we're doing something and Deegan's just sort of taking her time. Like she's, she's going about as fast as she can. Cause keep in mind, Deegan is a 13 year old, uh, black lab. Um, so she's, you know, I, I can't fault her. Uh, you know, she, she, she has given me these incredible opportunities to talk to you, you know, to be here with you and having this discussion and hopefully raising your awareness about how important these guys are in our lives. So I wanted, you know, to throw the question out there, um, you know, how has your dog influenced your life? Because even if, you know, you don't have an opportunity to know, uh, to talk about it in, in the chat, but to think about it, it's so important. And, you know, it's often overlooked. Like maybe there was a, you know, maybe you've gone to the pet store and someone says, oh my gosh, I have a black lab at home, a black lab puppy. And, uh, you know, in whatever, you know, it looks just like yours. And, and you strike up a friendship. Like these dogs have this power. Um, any dog owner, uh, you know, I'll be at work at the fire hall and <clears throat> often guys will be asking me questions about dog training, obviously. But, um, you know, people will, uh, you know, we'll be ta just talking about our dogs. It, see it might seem, you know, funny, but we'll just be chatting away about our dogs and the silly things our dogs do or, you know, whatever. These guys are, um, you know, the, the influence they have on our lives 
that's what I wanted to bring up today. That that's what I wanted to raise awareness of, and uh, you know, I called it a Labrador Retriever live stream. We I don't have many opportunities, only because you know we're often talking about different things. But I really wanted to highlight Deegan, and I know she she isn't giving you her uh, you know her her uh, blue steel look, but she <laughs> this is a good way to keep her stationary is for her to enjoy that Kong, and uh, she's she's certainly enjoying it. So let me know in the chat. The, the fun part about today now, um, if you've just jumped in on the live stream, uh, normally there is a 21 time world champion, uh, dog trainer, Kel McCann sitting beside me. Um, and she's, uh, she's, uh, really helpful at keeping the flow of the live streams going, um, where uh, I'm, I'm multitasking a little bit. I'm trying to manage all the things that are happening on the screen, but. Do you have any um, questions, any dog training questions? We don't have, really have an agenda today. Or do you have an experience that you would like to share where maybe your dog influenced your life somehow? Maybe your dog introduced you to someone new. Maybe it, so. Maybe your dog has um, forced you to be a little bit more active. You know, that, that's, that's a significant life change for a lot of people and uh, entirely influenced by your dog. So share that in the chat, you know, if that's the case with you. Deegan... Uh, when she was younger, I'm going to say she was maybe like three or four years old. I would, um, you know, I'd be working these long shifts and then I'd come home and some days I was just so tired, but I knew that I was going back to work in 12 hours or 10 hours or whatever. And I needed to, you know, get her out for a run. So I'd hop on my bicycle. We, we were really lucky where we live. We have an incredible trail system and, and I do love riding my bike. Uh, but there are some days where I would just rather lay on the couch and, and have a snooze. But because Deegan was here, you know, I would feel compelled to take her out and we'd go for a run. And every single time, it, you know, I'd get on the bike and I'd get my helmet on and we'd get ready. And, and then I think, oh, man, you know, geez, I'd really like to nap. And then we get on the trail and uh, it was uh, so much fun. You know, we'd get back from that ride and I would feel spectacular. And Deegan was, uh, you know, tired out. And uh, it was, uh, you know, she was the reason that I was going for that extra ride. But, the, you know, that was the kind of impact that she had on my life. And, I, you know, we don't really get an opportunity to thank them for that. One of the uh, – I'm just going to grab a drink here because I've been talking so long. I never talk this long. And if Kale's uh, watching this, and she'll probably watch the replay, uh, she'll wonder how I was able to achieve it. But I'm just going to take a drink. So um, – we don't get a chance to, to, to thank our dogs and they live such shorter lives than we do. The greatest tragedy is that, you know, they, they live such a short lifespan. So make sure that you're making the most of every single day with them. Uh, you know, make sure that you're uh, doing something fun with them, you know, uh, training them, working with them. You know, it, it, it's really hard after the fact, you know, in the past four years, I think we've lost maybe, you know, had to put down, uh, three dogs at least, maybe four. And, uh, it's never easy. It's never, it's never an easy process. And, um, uh, you know, you can't help but think back of all the amazing things that you did with them. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, you really appreciate the, the, the interesting things, the interesting, interesting people that you met because of them and the, the interesting places that you've gone or, you, you know, we, we really, uh, they, they live short, they live shorter lives than we do, so make sure that you uh, take every opportunity you can to acknowledge them. Um, 
Rebecca Parker says she looks amazing at 13. Yeah, she, you know, she aged, she has aged very, very well. Now, this is something we should talk about. So if you guys are home, uh, any lab owners at home, um, it's really important because labs can be food hounds. They just love food. So they'll eat and eat and eat. Really make sure that you are um, keeping an eye on their weight because labs are prone to things like hip dysplasia and uh, elbow and uh, knee dysplasia. Really make sure that uh, you, you're you conscious of your dog's weight and uh, make sure that uh, that you're not uh, overexerting them. Make sure I would warm up uh, my my older lab, the lab that's uh, she's been gone a few years now, but um, she did have uh, – uh, knee dysplasia uh, on her left knee and then ultimately on her right knee as well. Uh, looking back, you know, there's probably some warm up and cool down things that I should have done with her, but um, it, it's a very real, um, you know, consideration for labs because they do have that, uh, uh, you know, um, likelihood of having those joint issues. So really monitor your dog's weight as well. You know, be active with them, but do things like, so for example, if with Deegan, if I were playing fetch, um, I wouldn't throw, I wouldn't, I wouldn't release her to a ball until it had stopped rolling. That way she can prepare herself a little bit for that stopped ball. Um, for playing frisbee with her, I always throw the frisbee low. Keep it, you know, on a relatively level plane as their head so they don't have to reach up and back for it because those are simple things you can do to decrease the likelihood of your dog having a cr- massive crash. And, and, you know, those are simple things you can do to keep your dog healthy and sound. So, so um, you know, really uh, be aware of that. But I think – thanks, uh, Rebecca. I think uh, Deegan has been um, athletic her whole life, and, uh, you know, she's always been uh, – she's always, always moving. One of my favorite thing- things that she does is when she comes up to greet me uh, is she leads with her bum. I don't even know how she does that, but she'll come up with her head first and then her entire body will arch and she'll like, she, she's just, and she's constantly wiggling. So anytime, you know, she's out and loose and around, she's constantly wagging her tail and wiggling around. That's got to be burning off some calories. I'm sure if I were to do this for like an hour at a time every day, it would, uh, hopefully I'd shed some of these LBs. I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's the new workout. You've heard it here first. I don't know if I can trademark that, but any of these other, uh, YouTube, uh, weight loss things, I, this is the one. Miss Lady Fair Pets, how do you deal with couples uh, who each bring a dog to the relationship with different ideas how to have dogs? Uh, one is more strict and the other is not. You know, that's a really uh, important question. Um, I, I would say that it's more important. I, so, so Kale and I um, had obviously similar values and similar rules for all, well, the same rules for all of our dogs. And we often get this question um, from our, our students. So more often than not, the ladies, excuse me, the uh, the wives or the girlfriends are training the dog. Occasionally it's the husbands or the boyfriends, but uh, more often than not, it's the ladies who are training uh, their dogs. And they always say, oh, you need, to, you need to call my husband. You need to tell him that, uh, you know, the dog's not allowed to chew on his hand or the dog's not allowed to jump up on the couch or, you know, whatever the thing is. And what I'll often do is tell her why. You know, I'm not I, – I'm, I'm not – going to call her husband. I, I often say, well, bring him to class next week and we can talk about it and maybe he can see, you know, maybe he'll better understand why we're doing these things. But um, Miss Lady for Pets, I'm not sure if this is, uh, if you're giving guidance to someone or if this is for you, but I would explain to the uh, other p- person um, 
why 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 you have these rules and i mean i can't it's hard to not speak specifically about something but um for example you know a young puppy should be on their house line in the house before you know if they if they have a don't have a great response to name um the puppy should be on a house line and if uh you know people uh, some one of the per- people in the relationship comes in and and just lets the puppy run free the dog's getting really mixed information and it, it makes it harder for the puppy to learn. It's not really fair if you, for one person to have an expectation that the dog um, comes the first time you call them and the other person uh, doesn't really, that doesn't really matter to them. If they're calling multiple times, they don't really care whether the dog comes back. But if you explain very specifically that, uh, and I'm going to use a specific example, that we need to have the, have the uh, house line on the puppy because, uh, you know, so we can redirect him if he gets into trouble. Maybe he's chewing on an electrical cord. Maybe he's, uh, you know, got a uh, something. He's picked up something. Uh, maybe someone's dropped a pill off the ground uh, from their hand on the ground or something. And, they're, and the puppy's hiding underneath the couch. It, you know, it's a really bad training scenario and the puppy could really get hurt. So I know that's a very specific example, but that's that would be that should be your approach is explain why why you have these rules and uh, why you believe them so strongly because it, it does make it harder on uh, a dog in you know a multi-human household and I've seen weird saying on itself in a multi-dog household if there are conflicting rules and more so if it's a young dog or an untrained dog or a puppy who's in training for an older dog who has reliable skills and um you know uh, knows you know knows the ropes it's a lot easier for one person to have uh, less, you know, less strict rules than the other person because that dog will know which one of the family members they can get away with it with. So uh, that that's my that's sort of my best um, advice for that situation is just explain why. So if you're the one with strict rules, then uh, explain why you have these strict rules and and, and you know the reasons behind it. But if you're uh, have uh, more laid back rules, then tell them why. You know if you have a a, a a good reason for believing what you do, which I'm sure you do, then uh, you can tell uh, the person that other person why. Now I don't. Deegan sort of popped out of the uh, popped off her bed for a second, so this gives me an opportunity to ask. Again, how has your dog influenced your life? Does your have you you know been introduced to new people, or are you doing new things because of your dog? Um, I just finished um, uh, talking a little bit about Deegan and this beautiful black lab, my thirteen-year-old black lab, who uh, introduced me to uh, the dog training, you know, the, the skill of dog training, and, and uh, I completely fell in love with it, as well as. You know, an entirely new group of friends and family members, essentially, as well as uh, introduced me to my future wife, um, who uh, is away today and is normally sitting right here uh, and also, uh, you know, adding to the the conversation here. But even if you just sort of think about it, how has your dog influenced your life? You, You will recognize how much thanks we owe them. You know, how... How many times, you know, you've met somebody new uh, or you've, you know, um, gone somewhere new. Maybe you've gone, to, you know, to a different park or a different, you know, um, conservation area or something like that. Whatever it applies to you. And it's because of them. So keep that in mind. When we talk about our four-legged family members, these guys really are important parts of our family. And it's why we, uh, you know, give them the rules 
that we do and why we have them, uh, you know, do almost everything with us. We're, we're so lucky that we can take our dogs all over the world with us. In fact, um, so a uh, bit of a different story, but I, having, I had never traveled much as a, uh, as a kid. And um, my, because we had all the, the dogs, the working dogs were here and it was hard to get someone to look after them while we travel away. But in the first, I would say two years of dating Kale, I traveled more places in those two years than I had traveled for my like 30 years prior. Um, and uh, it, it was amazing, all because of the dogs. You know, I went to Colorado, which we drove to Colorado. It was beautiful. Anybody who lives down there, I don't know if anybody's on the stream from that area. It's gorgeous. But um, we went to Nashville. I've been to Nashville a couple times because of the dogs. I have been to the Netherlands with the dogs. Um, and actually, a lot of these videos, as I've mentioned these things, a lot of these videos are on the channel. So if you're watching this in replay or you want to check them out after, you can uh, just search through. It'll probably be in our vlogs section. But, um, I mean... You know, I, I have traveled all over the world because of our incredible dogs, and that wouldn't have happened without them. You know, so keep that in mind. So uh, I see Katie Cameron has a comment. She says, I rescued one of my dogs, and that opened up a whole new community of rescue lovers and, and my next dog. She's opened up my mind to adopting more dogs from shelters. That in Yeah, I love that, uh, Katie. I, I love that... Uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, maybe this one dog has um, introduced you to all these, this new idea. You know, it's so cool that you've had this opportunity to to adopt this rescue dog, and uh, it, you know, it's a whole new community of people. A whole, it's a whole new mindset. You know, if if anyone were had reservations about getting a rescue dog for whatever reason, um, maybe maybe this this one dog could affect the rest of your life and other people's. Now, we think, I get to think about this pretty often because, you know, I deal with a lot of like life and death scenarios, but my one action, that one action could change, you know, a, a, a whole lot of other things for other people. So maybe, um, you know, this one rescue dog has uh, helped multiple other rescue dogs in your conversations with your friends. So I, I love that. And, and that's exactly, and I, I'm actually going to end on that, Katie, because I love that idea. And I think that's a great way to end the stream. But I want to, I want to share with you my beautiful black lab named Deegan, 13 years old. She's the reason for the stream today. And you see the Deegan cam above her on the side. Um, but keep that in mind as you're going through your day, uh, you, you know, how, how has this dog impacted my life? Uh, you know, and, and I think that it's, uh, you know, we can really, we can really, um, oh, we owe our dogs a lot, uh, when we think about it, whether it's people, places, things that we're introduced to. So, uh, I don't want you guys to, to, to ever overlook that when we talk about our, we have all our training videos and, um, all these things that we do, it's because of these guys It's because we care so much about these guys. And on that note, it's been a long stream, but I want to thank everybody that's joined me. If this is your first time on the channel and you consider your dog a member of the family, then make sure you hit that subscribe button. Now, we're probably going to be changing our upload routine in the not-too-distant future. i got to get a drink because I've got such a dry mouth from talking so much. This is so much easier when Kale is here. So, Kale, uh, you've got to hurry back so we can do another stream soon. But... Um, we're probably going to change our, our, our upload schedule on YouTube. 
So if you are subscribed, make sure you hit that little bell notification icon. YouTube uh, has been uh, getting worse and worse about sending out new videos to new viewers. Um, and uh, because we, uh, we're in the not too distant future, I'm going to be spending more time with our My Dog Can uh, online students um, and uh, probably upload changing our schedule at the very least on YouTube. So if you like the videos, hit that subscribe button and then hit the bell notification icon so that you don't miss any of them. But on that note, thank you guys for sharing this with me. I've uh, really enjoyed this and I've really enjoyed this opportunity to talk with you guys and learn, uh, you know, um, some of your stories. It's been really great. And uh, this is uh, Deegan and uh, thanks for